Okay. Tonight's share has been sponsored by Laura Liebhaber in honor of the yard site of her mother, Yosefa Bat Yitzchak. And Hashem have an Aliyah. It's unbelievable. This, uh, this woman, Mrs. Liebhaber, Miss Liebhaber, so uh, we're, there's, they're doing the Shabbos project in the shul. So they asked me last week, should they do it? They shouldn't do it. At the end of the day, there's 230 people here. Shabbos and you know, Mrs. Bronstein and Mrs. Liebhaber are cooking the whole thing, but simply uh, it's an incredible, incredible undertaking. Wish them a lot of success in that. Okay, Mitzvah What I'm going to say today is Chidushim, uh, you know, things that I'm not sure that I'm right about. So usually I say over from other people, but today I'm going to tell you something that. Uh, Something that I thought about. You don't have to accept what I'm saying. But you think about it and you see what it is. Um, the Akedah, the Akedah's Yitzchok, is probably one of the most important seminal historical events of world history. Because that is what established Klal Yisrael. Till that point, there was Yitzchak and Ishmael, and the dividing line between Yitzhak and Ishmael was really the Akedah. And if you look at the beginning of the Akedah, it starts out, the parsha of the Akedah, and it says, Vayihi achar hadvarim ha'ela, Vayilukim nisa es avraham. What achar, Vayihi achar hadvarim ha'ela, and it was after these things. What things? What happened? And also it seems that whatever happened before caused the Akedah to come. The Akedah is a response to the Dvarim Ha'ela. And Rashi feels the difficulty in the Psukim. And Rashi says two Pshatim. He says the first Pshat is the, is the Suda that uh, Avram made a, a meal that when Yitzchak became uh, two, three years old, whatever it was, and he became, stopped nursing, so he went and he made a suda, and he invited people, he made a big party, he called all the, the famous singers, you know, it was like three times a Bukharian wedding. It was like mamish, like a, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable, I don't know if it's possible such a thing, but uh, not possible, not possible, okay. But mamish, you know, like unbelievable, unbelievable uh, celebration that he did. So the Sutton came and he made a kitrug, he, he made a, um, a provocation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He says, look at Avram, everything that he did is because of all the good that you did for him, for his son. He didn't bring you one carbon. He didn't bring you one carbon. Hashem said, if you want to see, he'll be makr of his own son. He'll bring me his own son as a carbon to show the purity of Avram Avinu. That is the first thing that Rashi says. It was after Avram made the Suda for Yitzchak that, I, that came the, the test of the Akedah to show that everything that Avram did was only for Hashem to such an extent that he's willing to sacrifice his own son. The second shot, and this is the one that I really want to talk about and focus about tonight, is very interesting because it really seems different and really accentuates a very strong kasha that a lot of the Mepharshim ask. He says that 
the Achar Advar Ma'elu is coming after a conversation between Yitzchak and Ishmael. Ishmael says, I had a brismila when I was 13 years old, and you had a brismila when you were eight days old. He was a misspar. He said, I deserve, and I think it's not clear, but it says, I deserve the Yerusha. I deserve to be a Ben Avram more than you. Because Avram's covenant with Hashem was through the brismila. And he had more mysterious nefesh for the brismila than Yitzchak did. And Yitzchak answered back that I'm willing to give up my entire life, not just the brismila. I'm willing to give up my entire life for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is the response. Now, what is the most clear difference between the two pshatim of Rashi? The first pshat of Rashi makes something very simple. That it was a test of Avram. The Lekim Nisaris Avram, the Pasuk says explicitly that Hashem tested Avram. But according to the second pshat, it's very difficult to understand how is this a test of Avram? Over here, it was a response of Yitzchok to the test of Ishmael. Ishmael says, you don't deserve to be the, 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 the Yerush, to be the inheritor of Avram. I deserve to be that. And the Akedah is to prove that Yitzchok is really the son of Avram. But what does that have to do with Avram Avinu? And all the Mepharshim say, how is this over here? Who's the one that was getting killed? The one that was getting killed was Yitzchak. Why is this Elokim Nises Avram? How is this a test of Avram Avin? It's a test of Yitzchak. And all the Mepharshim talk about this, this Inyan. So that's the first question that we have to talk about. The second question, which I've mentioned in other years, actually... I always thought I saw it in the Shemi Shmuel, but really I saw it from the Be'er Torah, which came before the Shemi Shmuel. And he says something very interesting. He says, if Hashem, it's a very obvious question. If Hashem would tell you, would give you a commandment to do whatever, even to sacrifice your own son, of course you would do it. Where's the Nesoyim? Where's the test? And you look out throughout the entire generations, through hundreds of years, of Jewish history, how many times have we sacrificed our own children for, the, for, for what Hashem wanted from us? How many times, how many people have done that throughout the generations? What is so special, what is so unique about the Nesoyen of Avram Avin? So says the Be'er HaToyer, and I saw the same thing in the Shem Ishmuel, that the test was not that Avram is going to go through with it. Because if you look in the Psukim, Hashem doesn't talk to Avram at the time of the Akedah. It's a Malach that talks to Avram. And if it's a Malach that talks to Avram, if Avram would have gone ahead and done the Akedah with sadness, with a heavy heart, it says, He wouldn't have heard the voice of the Malach. The fact that he heard the voice of the Malach shows that when Avram went and did the Akedah, he did it with joy. He did it with Simcha. That was the test. The test is not that he's going to be makar of his own son. Hashem told him. The test was, how was he going to do it? Was he going to be makar of the son with Simcha, with joy? Or was he going to do it with sadness 
and a heavy heart. And because he was willing to do it with a simcha and a joy, that's why he heard the voice of the malach. Otherwise, he wouldn't have heard it. And that's what saved the son. That was in the soyan of the Akedah. The sign of the Akedah was the Simcha in it. And what was the component, what was the, the concept of Yitzchak? The whole world, the whole concept of Yitzchak is Tzchok. Tzchok is laughing. That's his name. We see that Avram laughed when he heard the Basayra from Hashem. We see that Sarah laughed with disbelief. And we see that Ishmael laughed. Ishmael laughed at Yitzchak. It says that, and that's why Sarah banished. Sarah threw out Hagar. That was the, the last, she could not take that anymore. The Pasuk says, the Pasuk says over here, Vatere Sarah's ben Agar Avram Metzachik. She saw him being Metzachik. What's the relationship between Ishmael and Yitzchak? That Yitzchak is Yitzchak and Ishmael is a Metzachik. That's the difference between the two of them. What is the difference between a Metzachik and a Yitzchak? What's the difference between the Tzchok of Avram, the Yitzchak Avram, which was a Shvach to Avram, and how is it different to the Tzchok of Sarah? which was a time that Hashem said, that how does Sarah not believe in me? What is the difference between these four different versions of what Tzchayk is? We're not going to go through all of them. And finally, the famous Balaturim, which we've mentioned in other years. The Balaturim at the end of Parshas Vayera and the beginning of Parshas Toldos. And the Balaturim says the following thing. The last Pasuk of uh, Pasha's Chayasara, I'm sorry. The last Pasuk of Pasha's Chayasara is, talks about Ishmael. It says, V'yishkenu mechavila atshur asha apnei mitzrayim b'acha atshur apnei kol achiv nafal. Apnei kol achiv nafal says the Balaturim. V'samech lei ve'ela toldos Yitzchak. So right after Chayasara comes Pashas told us, Loimar, Keshiyipol Ishmoel, Ba'achrasayomim, when Ishmoel will fall in Achrasayomim, as Yitzmach ben David, then Mashiach will come. Shuhum told us Yitzchak. What's the connection between Achrasayomim and the Nephilo of Ishmoel? How do things connected to each other? Okay. I'm not going to answer all the questions. All the questions deserve their own treatment. But I want to tell you two two inyanim today. I want to tell you two ideas, two concepts. There's an incredible Meshachachma and the Meshachachma points out that like, like nobody else can. That you see in the story of Hagar, the second time Hagar is thrown out of the house of Avram Avinu, but this time it's for good. This time she doesn't come back. And the Meshachachma points out, it says, Ve'ikro malach el hagar min ha-shamayim. That, that the malach called to hagar min ha-shamayim. So, says the Meshachachma, one second, 
In Pashas Lech Lecha, it doesn't say Min Hashemayim. In Pashas Lech Lecha, it says Vayoyma Malach Hashem. So what's different in Pashas Lech Lecha, when the Malach spoke to Hagar, he spoke to her directly, face to face. And now in Pashas Vayera, when Hagar is thrown out of the house of Avram, it says Vayikra Malach, Vayoyma Malach Hashem, it says Vayikra Malach Hashem Min Hashemayim. What's, what, what was different? So explains the Meshachachmu that as long as Hagar was a part of the household of Avram Avinu, the idea of speaking to a Malach, she was in such a madrega, she was such a level that she could speak to a Malach face to face. Because that was the part of being of the household of Avram Avinu, that you were connected to the ruchness of this world in such a profound way that you could speak to a Malach like I'm speaking to somebody else. But in Pashas Vayera, Hagar was thrown out of the house of Avram Avinu. So now that Hagar was thrown out of the house of, of Avram Avinu, now she was no longer shyach to talking to a malach, and the malach spoke to her min hashamayim. He could no longer speak to her face to face. That's the difference between Pashas Lech Lecha and Pashas Vayera. But now the Meshachachma has a very big problem. Because if you look in the Akedah, what does it say? V'ikra malach min ha-shamayim. That when the malach spoke to Avram, it was also min ha-shamayim. The malach did not speak to Avram face to face. So what happened? Avram Avinu fell from his madrega, that he was like Hagar, who got thrown out of the house of Avram. How can we understand this? So Meshachachma says, Adav Niflo. Listen to the Meshachachmu. Says the Meshachachmu. And we can talk about this for hours and hours. Hours and hours. This Nakuda is so deep. Listen to the words of Meshachachmu. I also saw it in the Kajaglava. I also saw it in the Biskuna Soilam. I saw it in many Svarim, Sifri Kabbalah. I saw many this idea. This is mamish like a masechta. You could talk about this concept. I'm just going to touch upon it. You should know it. And I'm going to t- tell you Dvarim Amukim. Says the Meshachachmu that Avram Avinu was a Kohen Godel. Why is Avram Avinu a Kohen Godel? Because Avram Avinu was nitzavah to kill his son, Yitzchak. If Avram Avinu was nitzavah to kill his son Yitzchak, if he would have killed him, he would have been an oinen. And an oinen, which means that if a coin godl loses a child, uh, if a, I'm sorry, if a regular coin loses a child, he's not allowed to do avoida. A regular coin who loses a child or loses somebody that he has to be by availus, he can't do the avoida, except for a coin godl. A Kohen Gadol does avoid a filu as an oinen. So Hashem told Avram, you're going to be a Kohen Gadol, because even at the point where you kill your son, you can continue doing the avoid of Kabbalah Saddam, because you're a Kohen Gadol. And a Kohen Gadol is, is avoid as ein psula aninus. That's why Avram Avinu was a Kohen Gadol. Says the Meshachachmu, not only was he a Kohen Gadol, but he was a Kohen Godel that was Zoyrek Dam Lifnai Velifnim. When the Kohen Godel would go inside to the Kodesh HaKadoshim and sprinkle the Dam and bring the Katoiris, 
That's how Avram was at the time of Akedis Yitzchak. And what does it say? That in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, Lo Sama Ish, there shouldn't be any person, even a Malach cannot be there. The reason why the Malach called him in Hashemayim, because the Matzav on Har Sinai was a Matzav of Kodesh HaKadoshim and Avoidus Kohen Godl B'Yoyim HaKippurim. That's what the Akedo was. The Shoyrish of all Avoidah, the source of all Avoidahs by Samigdosh is Avoidahs Kohen Godl, B'Yoyim HaKippurim, Lifnai B'Lifnim, and that's what the Avoidah was. That was the Akedo. And that's why it says, because he could not be there. He could not be close to Avram. That's what the Meshachachma says. Ishmael is a gewaldige koyach of Shmias at To hear Tfilas. It's the koyach of Ishmael. His mother was mispalo, and Hashem heard her, Tfilis, and it's a koyach that he has. And the koyach of Yishmoel is to be Moisa Nefesh al-Dam Habris. It's a koyach of Yishmoel. But the koyach of Ayid is completely, completely a different world. Because even though Tfilah is an incredible, incredible koyach, an incredible power, but the desire and the will in the pnimius of the Yid is beyond Tfilah itself. It says from Alter Rebbe that the greatest Tfilah is not the one that we bring out with our mouths, but the Tfilahs that come out of us without us even asking. The tefillahs that flow out of our own shama, without a thought, without a koyach adibur. Where is the shoyrish of the rotzen hapnimi, the nekudo hapnimis achiyamuko, the deepest nekudo of a yid? It's bekoidah shekedoshim b'yoyma kipurim. Ki lo yidoch mimenu nidoch. The Eibishta loves us under all circumstances. And where does that come from? It comes from the Nakuda Toiva, the Nakuda Pnimis of every Yid. And that Koyach is even greater than all Tfilas. And it's the Tfilah that comes out of us without asking. It flows out of us. And that Koyach is Menatzeach over Ishmael. Ishmael, Moisa Nefesh for Mitzvah's Bris. But a yid, his entire existence is called Kula Lashem. The deepest part of a human being is his Ratzana Elian. And that's what the Yitzchak did. That's what Yitzchak was able to bring about. Our entire Simcha, our joy, the only way we can find true joy in this world, true Simcha, is if we have a, a Kesher, we have a bond to the shoyish and the essence of who we are. And that's what Avram Avinu was able to be poiled in the Akedah. I'll tell you even more, greater, greater, mamash, even deeper, 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 we'll go a little bit. There was the, a big tzaddik right before the Second World War. His name was Rebichil Michal from Ostrovtsa. 
Rebbechil Michal from Ostrovtsa, if you ever saw a picture of him, he looked like, like he's been starving for years. He was gaunt. He was like skin and bones. He was so weak from fasting, he would lie in his bed, and people would come and talk to him in learning. The Briskarov came, and the Imre Emes, the greatest Tamid Chamim in the world, because he was a genius, he was a Ilui Otsun, the Ostrovtsa. And people asked him, he says, Rebbe, you should eat something. He says, if you see what I see, if you see what's coming in the world, you wouldn't be able to eat either. Because he saw in his, with his own eyes the murder of six million. He couldn't eat. He, he fasted his entire life. And the Holy Ostrich says a beautiful idea. It's so deep, it goes so beautiful what we're saying. The Heilige Ostrich says... Then why do we say, when we say Tachnu, why do we mention the hate of the Ovis? Why, why are we saying that by Tachnu? What, what's, what's included over here? So says the Ostrich Dovo Amoik. He says that Odomarishan had all of the souls that were ever going to be created in the world. But that's true about everybody. To a certain extent. Why? Because anybody that comes from me, all of the souls that are going to come from me are also inside of me now. All of my children and their children and their children and their children and their children, they're all inside of me. They all became part of me. And I was a part of somebody else and he was a part of somebody else. All the way back to other Mauritian. Avram Avinu had all the neshamas of all Jews inside of him. All Yidin came from Avram Avinu. And when it came time to do the Akedah, what was the Nesayan? Why was it Avram's Nesayan? Because Yitzchak was already born. So all the Tzadikim and all the Kedoshim were now in Yitzchak and no longer in Avram. So where did Avram go ahead and create the ability to overcome an Nisoyen? So a person might say it's because of all the descendants that are going to come from him or giving him the power and the strength and the ability to be Oymah bin Nisoyen. But that wasn't true anymore because he was killing them. He was going to kill Yitzchak. And by killing Yitzchak, what was he doing? He was killing all of the Koyach that was inside of him. All the Tzidkas was inside of him. So where, did, where was he able to be Oymim and Nisoyen? That's Velokim Nisus Avram. Elokim made a test for Avram, to Avram and not to all of the things, all the Kedoshim and the Tahirim that were inside Avram. That was the whole idea. The whole idea is that Avram Avinu was able to stand a test when he was completely detached from all the Gdusha that was going to come out from him. That was in the Nisoyen of Avram. And that is the surah of a yid and achris ayamim. There's going to come a time, and the time is now, when a person is completely detached. A person feels like he's alone. A person feels he doesn't have a past and he doesn't have a future. And who is he like? He's like Avram Avinu. 
that his past is gone and his future he's going to murder with his own hands. And Avram was able to be Oymad bin Nisayin. Why? Because his shayrish, because his root was higher than the past, higher than the future, was deeper and more profound than anything else in this world. The koyach of a yid is to ascend and to transcend beyond filler, beyond Torah, to the shoyish of where filler comes from, to the shoyish of where Torah comes from. And all of that comes from the Akedah. Akedah Yitzchak. And that's why, you know, some people have a mimic to say the Akedah every day. Especially, I mean, among Sephardim, say the Akedah every day. Why? Because what's the Akedah? The Akedah, there's something inside of me and something inside of you that there's nothing in this world that cannot overcome, that we cannot overcome, that we cannot transcend. And it comes because within us, within us, is Avram Avinu, Akoyen Godl, Lefnaiva Lefnim. We all stood together with Avram. We all have that ability. We live through this time, terrible times that we're living through. You see that the incredible things that are happening in the world, and the love and the connection that all of the Yidin, not to miss the opportunity. To, to go a step higher, to find within us the greatest depth, the greatest tahara, the greatest gdusha that transcends this world, that goes beyond, to find within ourselves to find that within ourselves. And how do we do that? To be Kedoshim, to be Amal Batayr, not to learn Torah, to be Amal Batayr, to toil, to go into the depths of the Torah, to find in the Kuda Pnimis of Torah, to find in the Kuda Pnimis of Tefillah, where the Tefillah comes out of us like a wellspring, not just a manipulation and a force that we're trying to connect to something. This is the moments now, Achus Ayomim. Ishmael will fall and Ben David will rise. And everybody will know that we are Chaylik of Kodesh HaKadoshim on Yom Kippur, Bechidus Kohen Gadol.